Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, Punting Form, Topsport.com.au, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. And uh, what another amazing week we've had in the NFL, and it's now time to welcome Nick Tedeschi, my BFF pro punter, and the master behind his tips package to the house, Welcome, Top Rope. How are you, buddy? Great to be here, Greg. Great to be here, Jerry. It's, uh, yeah, week 13. I don't know where the season's gone. You, know, you follow sport all year, whether it's the, the NRL or the AFL in Australia or you know, if you're a soccer fan, the EPL, the season just seems to go on and on. But the NFL season just just flies by, absolutely flies by. And now Top Rope has given away our surprise. We are welcomed <laughs> by the main man himself, live from downtown Miami, Florida. Mike and Padre and our NFL tipping machine with his tip package, Shoebox, Jerry Jones. Welcome, mate. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, it's uh, the statute of limitations is over, right? This is uh, a week ago, so I just had my last turkey for breakfast this oh. morning. Now everything's got to be thrown out. I, I ate it for a complete week. So, you know, leftovers, turkey, it was a lot of fun, but now it's over. And then uh, we're uh, four weeks away from Christmas. We are expecting our package, mate, of some turkey and some cranberry sauce and some sides. And, mate, we don't care if it's green or off. We'll eat it. We just we don't get to eat much of that stuff down here in Australia. So uh, please, mate, send it. FedEx, however you're going to send it, just send it. But, uh, yeah, mate, um, good to have you back. Sorry for uh, some of the jokes and uh, some of the antics that we've been doing while you've been gone, but it's all good, mate. It's so good to have you back. So let's jump straight into it. I'm immune in. to it by now. You know, I hear it every <laughs> week. I'm immune to it. <laughs> so let's jump straight into it, guys. Deshaun Watson will return this week after suspension, and and for the life of me, I cannot remember why. Um, he'll be playing against his old team, the Texans. What do you think we can expect, apart from an all-male massage crew, um, from Deshaun this week, Jerry? You know, I I really don't know. I did watch him in the preseason, and he had a bunch of dirt balls. Uh, I, I was looking at the Browns Twitter today and they said I have 17 passes, only five hit the ground. I don't know if that's supposed to be good or bad in practice. Um, I don't know. I mean, they between him running naked boots, um, you know, and handing off to Chubb, like I, I don't think they have to do much. Just a perfect game for him. I wouldn't call it a revenge game against the Texans. I wouldn't say any ill will. I just think Cleveland will do what they do, ground and pound. Will, um, Watson will get in there slowly, and I think they'll be fine. I don't think you'll see much from him. I don't see this as a game where they're down with two minutes to go and you got to see what he's got to do. Run the ball, play defense, win the game, and go on to next week. Did you hear that the Texans have, in, have basically invited the families of the victims to sit behind the Browns bench this week? So they're, uh, they've started the shenanigans already. So I actually think that this could be the week the Texans uh, get a win on the board and – and get one back for the fans over there in Houston. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, boys, once again, wincing in pain, uh, didn't look very good. The thumb's bad. Now it's the ribs. He's expected to play against the the Bears this week because, you know, they are his baby. Do we think it's it's now time for uh, Jordan Love to, to take over the reins for the rest of the year just so we can see what he's got. Let's try and see if we can trade him or what we're going to do because they cannot get rid of that contract uh, in uh, in in Green Bay there, top right. 
Getting a sense of deja vu here, Graham. I feel like when I asked this question, maybe two, <laughs> three, four, last four weeks, you seem pretty keen to get Jordan Love in the mix here. I'll give you the same answer I gave last week. You cannot move on from Aaron Rodgers. There's no, I, I just, they I think we've seen enough of Jordan Love to realise that. I, I, you know, I'm not sure he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, I don't, certainly don't think he's a guy you're going to build a franchise around. And I said with Tom Brady, you can get a lot of years out of an Asian quarterback. Like a lot, there's, you know, you can get another, you can get a long period of time out of Aaron Rodgers if he wants to get playing. Like he, he's certainly played subpar this year, but I think there's been excuses. You know, he's he's got, you know, two rookie receivers. You know, Randall Cobb, I think, was playing with Jerry Rice. He's that old in, in, in the league, and. and um, you know, the injuries he's been battling. I'm, I'm fairly confident Aaron Rodgers will be the centerpiece of Green Bay next year, the year after, probably the year after that. So, um, I, I wouldn't be worried about, you know, showcasing Jordan Lowell and people saying enough for him. If, you know, could he start at a Carolina? Could he start at a Denver? You know, it could probably start at, you know, three or four different teams. It'll depend on the situation. Is he on the track for him? I don't know, but I don't think showcasing him anymore is going to, not going to do much on that front. So Mike White got the Jets back on the winners list, and uh, I don't know if you boys saw it, but Zach Wilson, pouty, on the sideline. I just wanted to get a flight straight to New York and take my wooden spoon and just just smacking one with it. Boys, he uh, he looked like my son after being told no more lollies, I tell you. But Mike White was pretty good. He had 22 completions from 28. He had 315 yards and three touchdowns. Are the Jets a better team with White as the starting quarterback, Jerry? You know, it's a weird – Mike White, he really bothers me. Um, last year I was in a survival contest, and somehow Mike White beat the Bengals when they were down 14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I don't know if Mike White's the answer, but I, I did see from Andrew Siciliano at the NFL Network, in the last four years, the Jets have got 30 points and 450 yards three times in four years. And Mike White was a quarterback for all three. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I do remember last week, and I do remember the Cincy game. I don't know what the other game was. But obviously, he can move the team. Um, you know, I, I think he's out of Western Kentucky, if that's, if I think that's right, um, just like Bailey Zappi over there. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to give him a chance, though. I mean, Zach Wilson, they, they had like – I don't know, two yards in the second half in one game. I mean, that's impossible. So do I know if he's the long-term solution? No, but I know he's the right now solution and this year solution. So they got to stick with him. So Russell Wilson was awful again, which is uh, which is sad. I'm a big Russell Wilson fan. I, I hope that he does pick it up and gets better, but he's only scored over 20 points twice this season. Jimmy G has double the amount of touchdown passes as Wilson. Boys, is it time to bench Russell Wilson top right? Uh, look, in a vacuum, probably probably yes, but there's absolutely no chance of going to be benching Russell Wilson. It's going to be an admission of, of failure for all they traded away. And this is going to go down historically one of the worst trades. And, and to think where this team was nine months ago, having you know, signed the offensive mastermind, Nathaniel Hackett, that, that pinched Russell Wilson from, from uh, Seattle, and to see where they're at now, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see any scenario that Hackett keeps his job at the end of the year. I, you know, when you come in as an offensive mastermind and your team breaks twenty points twice, you're absolutely cast. They're going to be stuck with Russell Wilson for a long time. I, you know, 
that they'll be keeping him for, for, the, for the rest of the year. Would have, would have thought that, you know, as a 49ers fan, seeing a former Seahawk uh, suffer uh, and go through his misery, it's pretty enjoyable. Mate, he had his birthday party during the week as well. I didn't even get invited. So, and apparently only half the team did as well. So, uh, let's uh, <laughs> watch this space. So, speaking of uh, crazy things, boys, I don't know if you saw Lamar Jackson's interaction with a. Uh, let's say a fan or just some crazy guy sitting in his mum's basement on Twitter um, for, for a snapshot of, of what was said was uh, he basically called him a mother effer. Uh, you've never smelled a football field or a locker room. Um, and uh, then he basically told him to go and eat a dick. So it was uh, so <laughs> well played by Jackson and, um, you know, his mum, who's his agent, was very upset. Um Jerry, is is Lamar playing himself out of a massive contract? Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> I, I followed it. I don't understand why the guy even gave this guy the time of day. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think the Twitter stuff is going to have anything to do with his massive contract. It all depends on what he does in these last six games. Uh, they've had some horrible losses. I think they've led in every single game this year. Um, all their losses, they've led by double digits. That Miami game comes to mind uh, last week against Jacksonville, the Buffalo game. I, I just, you know, they have to finish. They're very good starters. They got to finish. And if um, they make the playoffs and go to, you know, a, a deep run, they don't have to win the Super Bowl. But let's say they get to the AFC championship game. His money will be guaranteed. His money will always be there. And this Twitter will be long gone. So top right, get excited, mate because uh, the 49ers have not la- allowed a point in the second half in five games. Mate, I know you're a massive 49ers fan, but surely, should they be Super Bowl favourites? No, they definitely should be Super Bowl favourites, but I think they're, they're probably uh, probably topping the, uh, topping the charts in the NFC at the moment, uh, well, probably along with, with, with your Cowboys and, and the Eagles. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's look. I love a 49ers team based around yeah, a, a great defence. We saw that during the last you know, quote-unquote golden era, which probably says a bit about how we've gone this century with, uh, with Patrick Willis and, and Navarro Bowman. Uh, now we're kind of getting to, to assemble. Look, they're very lucky to not allow a point against, against New Orleans. New Orleans have plenty of chances on the goal line and get fumbling and throwing silly picks and... Probably more reflection of Andy Dalton on the 49ers defense, but uh, uh, yeah, look, the, the Niners are the, the real deal. I think they're, they're pretty well coached. You know, I think McCaffrey has bought you know variability to the running game that yeah, it, it, it's just going to open up the, the 49ers offense. So I think there's a bit more upside in their scoring these days. We haven't necessarily seen it much of late, but the defense is, is right on song. So I think they are a very good chance to be uh, handling Super Bowl. We're keeping a lid on it down in Dallas, mate. We're just uh, one game at a time down there. But, uh, you know, if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, all four teams in the NFC East would be in the playoffs. And this would be the first time in the history uh, of the NFL that that would happen. Jerry, surely the NFC East is the best division in football. Uh, They're the most balanced. Um, Definitely looks like it right now. I think the Giants are frauds. Cowboys and Eagles are for real. Uh, so those two top two I would put up against anyone. So, yeah, you'd have to say they are. Um, some of these divisions are out-and-out out crap, and there's just, you know, 
nothing going on in them. So you'd have to say right now that it is. And I, I just really think it, it's a shame that either Philly or Dallas are going to have a road game week one, maybe against an under 500 team. It's, it's just it's just not fair. That's possibly what can happen. That winner of the South, whether it's the Bucks, um, who will struggle to get the 500, but they're almost like a lock to make the playoffs because everyone else stinks. So, you know, you, you're going to see one of those two teams go on the road and it's just going to be a shame. If right now the season ended, who have you got as the MVP for the NFL? Yeah, I've probably changed over the last couple of weeks. I've got to be with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think he's just done a very good job with, yeah, he lost Tyreek Hill. He's going to, yeah, he's potentially going to catch for, for 2,000 yards this year. Like, that's a huge weapon to lose. There's absolutely no doubt about that. He, he's, he's deep odds on. Uh, clear pick for me, and I've got him ahead of her. So I think there's, yeah, the splits between his home and road. Yeah, is, is different enough for me to tournament to, to with Mahomes. Allen's obviously gone out the back door. Tua, I guess, has been the big shot. Yeah, you've got to remember Miami were trying to trade Tua yeah, and, and get to Sean Watson, yeah, a year and a half ago. So it's uh, it's been quite a, a turnaround, and obviously the, the, the coaching change has reinvigorated him. But, yeah, he also suffered some pretty bad concussions earlier in the year. And for him to be on the third line of betting, it's quite astonishing. So here's a crazy stat for you, uh, Jerry. On the weekend, it was the first time that a Tom Brady-led team lost a game with a seven-point lead with under two minutes remaining. He was 218-0. and 0. Do you think Tom Brady will play on next year, Jerry? Uh, I don't think so. I think that uh, <clears throat> divorce was the final nail in the coffin there. I think he'll just ride off into the sunset. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, the, the team is still pretty good. If he can get his offensive line fixed, that's that's the thing with him. He do, he, he needs that offensive line fixed. All those injuries there were killing him, you know. But I, I see this as being his final year. I, I don't see – there's no reason for him to go out there again. Um, but who knows? I can't speak for him. I, I, I'd i like to see him retire, and I'd like to see something move on from that. But I, I don't have any inside info. Amazing work, gentlemen. Let's take a quick break, and we will be back to Take It to the House. Welcome back, and now it's time to Take It to the House, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family-owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. So, uh, Top Rope, take us into the bookie wrap, mate. Put your headphones on and start spinning that disc. <laughs> uh, we had 10 or 15 favourites win last week, just seven covered the total, eight and seven to the under. Uh, a bit of push there and uh, home teams, uh, 11 or 6. That's not a huge amount. Look, favorites have been undersubscribed. Uh, I was subscribed again, 108 from 177, coming to 61%. We'd expect that to hit somewhere in the 70% mark. Uh, the line favorites have been covered just 44%. It's been on the big unders here, 57%. I guess we'll be on the big unders week this week for those who subscribe to. To the house package too. I see you have a nice set of tips right there, Top Rope. Uh, do you mind getting them out for us, please, and take us uh, to your package? Yeah, that's a little saucy intro, <laughs> but uh, um, we <laughs> a bit of Sean Watson's that one actually. Uh, we've um, uh, hit three of five last week, which was uh, uh, a touch unlucky. We mentioned earlier we had the under in the 
uh, in the Steelers Colts game, which uh, snuck over by a half point, which was disappointing. But anyway, uh, small profit plus one point eight. So yes, we got the you know you win some, you lose some. Probably got pretty lucky in that Washington minus four covering as well. Then you know, low totals, I absolutely love backing unders on low totals this year. And Denver Carolina did not disappoint. The ineptitude of that game was something else. Not sure they even made red zone. Uh, uh, on the weekend, it was the, the play was at four, uh, and the Bengals Titans under. Uh, not really dangerous. Now, uh, time to show us your juicy tips, there, Jerry. Take us to the shoebox, mate. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm just so super choppy. 23, 24, and three, right at 500. Uh, you know, a couple games could have gone either way. Uh, last week's picks, I mean, my charity pick hit and it was part of the package. I, I, I like the Raiders pick. I like the Steelers pick. The Broncos pick was horrendous. Um, but the Bucks was the swing game. I should have been three and one. They like you. You put up the stat two hundred eight and zero or whatever the hell it was. Uh, they were up seven with two minutes to go. I, I can't lose that game. That game I cannot. If you're going to win in the NFL, you cannot lose that game. So two and two instead of three and one. But uh, treading right down the middle to Mendoza line. I'm at five hundred. Uh, looking for a big run here. All right, boys. Once again, we're lucky enough here down under to get seven matches this week. Uh, for week 13. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, game number one, it's Tennessee at Philadelphia, Monday, 5 a.m. on ESPN. The Eagles are minus five, and the total is 44 and a half. This is what I call the A.J. Brown game. The Eagle star receiver was acquired during the preseason. Um, he has been a difference maker for Jalen Hurts. There's no doubt about it. The Eagles are coming off an outstanding rushing effort against the Packers, but the Titans' defense is much better. What say you on this one, Top Rod? Yeah, I don't love this as a betting game. Um, I think two pretty good teams here and two teams that you know, haven't been found by the market this year. Uh, the Titans 21 and 7 against number uh, as a three-point dollar more in my grade probably enough to push me in their direction in this one. Uh, Hertz is a much better quarterback at home, but They've built their bone, they've made their bones on the run this year. Uh, and Tennessee are, are fantastic at stopping the run. So, uh, leaning towards the Titans here. Look, I've been against Philadelphia all year. It's been a costly exercise. So, take it with a grain of salt. So, uh, leaning towards the Titans here. Uh, let's jump into match number two. It is Denver at Baltimore, Monday, 5 a.m. ESPN. The line Ravens minus eight and a half. The total is 39 and a half. So, Boys, the Ravens lost in a stunning fashion last week. The The Broncos are lifeless on the offense. Uh, Lamar Jackson should be able to pick his spots against the defense. The Broncos have averaged just 12 points per game in their last three losses, and the defense has forced just two turnovers in that stretch. Where's the play on this one, Jerry? All right, so this is, uh, you know, I'm breaking some news here since you gave me this game. This is my charity pick, so foreshadowing. There's a lot of points going to be scored in this game. I mean, it's so hard to say with Denver averaging 12 a game and, and every one of their games just seems to go under. I just remember that 11-10 game against the 49ers. Um, <clears throat> I think Baltimore being a nine-point favorite will jump out in front. I think Denver's going to have to go hurry up. They're going to have to do something different. They got rid of Melvin Gordon. They got the, you know, the corpse of Lamont Murray running around. Lamont Murray running around out there. He's he, he can get his three, four yards, but he's so damn slow. They're going to have to throw the ball all over the place. They're going to have to keep up with Baltimore. I really love over 39 and a half points here. Perfect, Jerry. Thank you. So let's jump straight into the third match. 
It's the New York Jets at Minnesota, Monday, 5 a.m. on 7 mate. Uh, the Vikings are minus three, and the total is 45. Uh, the Jets got back on the winner's track with Mark, Mike, Mike, Mike White at quarterback. Uh, the matchup between Justin Jefferson and Sauce Gardner is going to be worth the price of admission. So who are you backing on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, again, not a, not a huge confidence game for me here, but uh, I will say I do have a bit of Mike White fever. So uh, the Jets are averaging 28 points per game with, with Mike White in the centre. Cousins, 16, 29 and 2 against number of a win. Very inconsistent. Uh, Going to lean towards the Jets here. Uh, not a huge, huge amount of confidence, but I'll, I'll, I'll bet them small. Thank you. So let's uh, head to match number four. It's uh, LA Chargers at Las Vegas, uh, Monday, 8.25 a.m., 7 mate. Uh, the line is Chargers minus one, and the total is 50. So, uh, look, the Chargers won a wild game between the teams in week one, and the Chargers have given up at least 157 rushing yards in each of their past five matches. The Raiders have won two in a row now and are three and one as underdogs this season. Who have you got, Jerry? Yeah, uh, I hate this pick, but it's going to be the Raiders. Um, this was that infamous game last year that almost ended in a tie where both teams would have made it and then both coaches screwed it up and it's just a nightmare. The Chargers are so banged up on defense. It's just so hard to bet them. They're missing so many guys. Uh, Josh Jacobs went ran wild last week, uh, 300 total yards uh, from scrimmage, which was insane. I think they'll be able to do more of the same. They'll play keep away from Herbert. I don't think they have an answer for the Raiders run game, and I don't think they have an answer for Devontae Adams. Uh, I would like over if it was not for uh, Brandon Staley. He is has a knack of keeping these games under somehow with not kicking field goals, going for weird fourth downs. But I'm just going to stay safe and go with the Raiders plus one. Uh, like Not a huge confidence game, but that's the side I would play here. So match of the week in my mind, it's uh, match number five, Kansas City at Cincinnati, Monday, 8.25 a.m. ESPN. The line, Chiefs, minus two and a half. The total is 53. This, boys, uh I cannot wait for this. If the Bengals do have a win, that'll put them back in the mix for a home field advantage in the AFC. I personally think uh, they've won the last they've won the last three games without Chase, which is quite amazing. The Chiefs are are road favourites, and they're three and one this season as a road favourite. Given what happened in the AFC Championship last year, this game is going to be massive. Who? Should we put our dollars on on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, we're going to play a couple of options in this game. Uh, leaning towards the, the the Bengals, giving the two and a half at home. Uh, just a fun little stat about Joe Burrow. Covered 15 of his last 18 games as a starter. He is absolute cash money as a starting quarterback. Uh, Chiefs, they've covered just one of their last six, and they absolutely barely managed to get the cover last week. They did all they could to get the Rams home for the cover last week, uh, but they somehow snuck in. So, um, look, Mahomes is, is flying, but I, I do think the Bengals have, have enough to kind of run with them. I also think this game's going to be a lot lower scoring than the total suggests, 52 and a half year, big, big number, high-confidence play. In the 26 games where there's been a road favourite or less than a field goal this year, the under is hitting 21. 
50 and 22, the under um, is a road team's favourite overall this year. Uh, big underspot for the Bengals. They've cut, they've gone under the total in their last six against them with a winning record. Uh, Chiefs have gone under four or five off a win. I'm going to go the under 52 and a half here. Outstanding. Thank you, Top Rope. And uh, this is going to be the match of the week in my household, I tell you. It will be rocking. Uh, it is the Indianapolis Colts at the Dallas Cowboys Monday. 12.20 p.m. on ESPN, the line, a whopping minus 11 for the Cowboys, and the total is 43 and a half. So the, the Cowboys are heavy favourites at home, which I'm not really used to in my uh, era of following the boys, but I tell you, the, the Cowboys are averaging 169 yards rushing in their last four games. The Colts have shown fight with their interim coach, Jeff Saturday, but can they get it done against the Cowboys, Jerry? Uh, no. Um, that Eagles game, they really had to win that game. They can't, I cannot believe they let that game get away. Again, Eagles uh, against the Colts a couple of weeks ago. That was like their Super Bowl. You know, Saturday came out. He won his first game and he was looking to go 2-0 and and be the fairytale ending to the season. But now they're getting close to being eliminated. Matt Ryan, again, I guess it's the right move to go back to him. He gives you a better chance to win. But if you just sneeze on him, he fumbles or sack and gets sacked. He falls down. He's so brittle. He's so slow. He's so turnover prone. I, I can't imagine what uh, Micah Parsons and the boys are going to do to him, especially if Dallas gets up a couple of points. If Dallas gets up 7 to 10, you can forget this game. Indianapolis, totally overmatched. You're not going to make a lot of money laying double digits in the NFL. And I usually just pass these kind of games, but I really, really like Dallas to roll over Indianapolis. I mean, this could be a 21-point blowout. I mean, I, I just see it that way. Well, we just lost all the Matt Ryan fans, uh, so thank you for that, Jerry. Um, Borco, cue it up, son. Let's get ready for uh, Monday night, match number seven, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, Tuesday, 12.15 p.m., on ESPN, the line is bucks minus four. The total is 41 points. These two teams, uh, you know, are going to be fighting it out in another division game. My man, Tom Brady, can he get back on the winner's track? He's beat, the, Sa the Saints have been a thorn in his side, and in the last three years, the Saints have won six straight against Tampa Bay. Where's the love on this one, Top Rod? Well, yeah, the love probably isn't with the schedule makers. We probably thought they were doing ESPN a favour by giving them uh, this game, and it's turned out to be an absolute stinker, isn't it? It probably is a division title on the line in this one. Uh, completely unappealing game. I have zero idea on the side here. Um, I, I have no idea why they are refusing to go back to Jonas. Uh, I think we've seen, we've all seen more than enough of Andy Dalton for his career. Uh, talk about a player with limited upside. He's just, he's just Matt Ryan White. Um, oh, I think the, the safe bet here is the under. The under's hitting 11 or 14. Games between these two in Tampa Bay. It's hitting 10 or 12 and the Bucks are off the loss. Uh, four straight when they play a team with a losing record. The Saints are off being shut out. Uh, they've gone under in 10 or 14 division games, 11 of 14 or scoring 15 or less. Uh, back in the under this one. Thank you, Top Rope and Jerry. Once again, amazing insight into the NFL and for everyone listening out there, head to the Little Birdie Live, head to the Little Birdie Shop, and you can find the tips from the boys. You can find Jerry's shoebox. 
and you can find top ropes to the house. It's available $22 a week. It's nothing. It's a couple of couple of cans of Coke and a couple of coffees. Seriously, guys, if you are into your NFL and you want all your friends to think that you're a master, like the two gentlemen that we've just had, uh, follow the boys because they know everything about it. So top rope. How are we looking for Super Bowl, mate? Has anything changed in the last couple of weeks? So you see the 49ers have been uh, uh, a bit shortened into $7, third favourite now. And, and you know, probably surprised me, shorter than uh, Philadelphia to uh, uh, advance to the Super Bowl. Uh, Miami in the seven handles, six line of batting. Uh, quite astonishing, really. They probably destroy the season as far as, as far as I'm concerned in terms of, uh, you know, a rise from the ashes there. Uh Bengals 18, Minnesota 21, kind of probably on the, the fringe of contention, and Baltimore continue to be their own worst enemy. They're $20, but you know, it could be a lot shorter if they could finish off a game. So, uh, and I'd say everyone 31 and below is out of the mix. They're not winning. Even the Mike White led Jets, doesn't matter how much we hear of Mike White is, I don't think the Jets are going to judge them. So, gentlemen, this is the moment where I eat some humble pie. We go into our, uh, our charity. Bets and tips, boys. I'm on a I'm on a losing streak. I have not been this dry uh, since I was in year twelve, mate. And couldn't couldn't get a date and couldn't get a girl to uh, want to take me out for a coffee. I tell you, I just I don't know what to do, Jerry. I'm I'm, I'm going to need some help, mate. How did you go in uh, in week twelve? Well, I was opposite someone on this list. One of the other three people had against me. I was fairly lucky. Uh, overtime. It was a weird, strange game. Um, I like my chances, the odds of that landing three in overtime. I did not expect to win that, but we went head to head and I came out ahead. So I'll take it. I've been on the opposite run of you when it comes to the charity picks. Thank I've been you. Hitting a bunch Thanks. in a row. So uh, for our radio listeners there, Top Rope, who did you have in week 12? Yeah, I had the Commanders. Uh, uh, one by six, had the minus four there. Uh, once I probably got a little bit lucky in that game uh, to cover that, but uh, – you know, they don't, they don't paint pictures on the scoreboard, so uh, got the job done, got the collect, something. So uh, I did want to take the Jags at the plus, and I uh, I got I got basically talked out of it um, by myself, no one, no one's fault, and I took the, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks at uh, minus three and a half, which was a massive mistake, boys. So for everyone out there, uh, Jerry and Top Rope are now one game ahead of me in the charity tips. So I need to bounce back, and I've gone to uh, the Giants at plus three, and please, please, Giants, please help me here. Jerry, who have you got there, my friend? So we hinted on it earlier. I'm going over Broncos Baltimore over 39, and our quarterback that had no one go to his birthday party. Maybe <laughs> next year at this time he'll get 75% of those guys to visit. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with over 39 in that game. Uh, so top rope, what's your uh, your pick for this week? Going under in the Commanders-Giants game, under 40 and a half. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of under angles in this one, uh, particularly the Giants. Uh, gone under in 16 of 18 home games, and we mentioned that on the show. Road favourites are less than a field goal in 2022. The under is 21 five, so uh, under for me. So for everyone playing at home, the two boys are seven and five, and I am six and six. Quite disgusted, to be honest. But anyway, let's jump straight into our third and long ankle breakers competition. Uh, once again, T Woodlock has uh, won again. We boys, we may have to get this fella on the show. I'm telling you, 
He won. He basically tipped the Eagles by seven points. Congratulations, mate. Uh, amazing effort. So the match this week, guys, is the uh, Indianapolis Colts at the Dallas Cowboys Monday, 12.20 p.m. on ESPN. Basically, to enter, you have to pick which team will win and by what margin. So if you were asking me, I would say the Cowboys will win by 69 points this week. So I'm going to put that on my socials um, and make sure you tag all our socials as well. Twitter, littlebirdie.tv, third and long TV. And to qualify, you must tag one, two, three, four, five friends, as many as you can. Enter, only enter once, please. And uh, good luck, boys. So Guys, it's that moment where we uh, we take our NFL capes off and and I go back to the real world of being a father and running a comedy venue and don't get to talk about NFL because no one wants to talk about anything else but the World Cup. But uh, thank you, boys. I appreciate you uh, and your insight once again. And, and that's a wrap for our 13th show of the year, if you can believe it. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, go and head to the littlebirdie.live, subscribe to the boys' tip packages. Uh You'll find that in the Little Birdie shop. If you haven't already followed us on YouTube, please do that because we would love you to the end of the earth. Uh, You can find us on Apple Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and be sure to follow us on Little Birdie TV, Third and Long TV, on Insta and Twitter. And remember, for all your NFL action, head to topsport.com.au. Invest wisely, punters. Enjoy week 13 and God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you.